time for... Hey, welcome to Home Skillets. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Don. And we've got a full studio yeah, here tonight. Once again, it's full. Reagan. Sarah. Raul. Brayden. Dallas. And I'm not a doctor. No, you're not. All right. How's everybody doing? <laughs> <Okay>. Random. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying you that. You know, I think I'm going to introduce myself like that from now on. Just... Hello again. I'm not a doctor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There we go. Thanks no, you clarifying. should say no. I'm not a. I'm not a. Hey, I'm not a magician. You know, yeah, that's way better. No. <laughs> hey, I'm not a nurse. Oh well, yeah. That's there you go. Good. Yes, Dallas got it. He gets my humor. Yes. <laughs> Dallas, how old are you? Five. Five Ooh. years old. And what grade are you going into? Fifteen percent. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, there we go. He had forgotten what grade he's going into. <laughs> Phenomenal. I got a question. Does anybody here eat fish? Yes. No, fish is disgusting. Why? Uh, what have What have you tried that you don't like? Uh, Reagan. Fish. Fish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sarah. Fish. Do you eat fish? I used to hate it, but uh, now okay. I like. Well, let me clarify. Tilapia. I like to fish, like to cast my. I'm sorry. To fish, but no, I don't I'll like to eat fish. <laughs> Catfish. Ooh, yeah. I like catfish. Catfish is good. I like sushi. I think uh, it's really good. Uh. What about you, Ro? I love rainbow trout and uh, tilapia. Does anybody here like salmon? Yeah. No. I used to not. It's cooked, right? Yes. I never tried any fish. <laughs> well, you've tried catfish. You like catfish. You like catfish. Yeah. I don't like salmon. It's too... too uh, too fishy for me. I'll yeah. eat it. Yeah. I'll eat it. If I'm it's not that big. Oh, right, you know, and it's Yeah, kind that's of a, why if it's prepared right. Not a really old fish, I think. I, lo- I like it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if it's not cooked yeah, right, I I, you know, I definitely don't like it. Fish. Oh, you don't like fish, Wayne? I forgot. Wayne is also in the studio yeah, today. Yeah, he doesn't talk much. Yeah, so thank you, Wayne. He's half asleep. So He's half asleep. Gonna come out of his oh, mouth. that's quite all right. <laughs> We understand. We're used to his mother, so we're understanding of that. Is he going to talk? Oh. Oh. Sorry. Is he going to talk while he's sleeping? Oh, I don't know. He it might. might be like you. So, Do you guys talk in your sleep? Is that anybody here? Ooh, Dallas that's does. Good, he yells in his sleep. He wakes really? me up at like 5 in the morning and what, he's yelling. What's he saying? <laughs> like, I, he's so, I can't understand him. He did it to me and Brandon a couple of days ago, though. Yeah. He was like, just... Uh, can I have that? And we're like, what? <laughs> he was a while back. He was sleeping in my room, and he started laughing. And he was just <laughs> laughing and laughing in his sleep. And then funny. he would just be like, no. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I, I actually recorded it. My daughter gets out of bed, comes to my bedroom, and she is really upset. I said, what is wrong, honey? And she says, Raul is throwing rocks at me. <laughs> I said, what happened? He said, he was a bad guy. He was throwing rocks at me. Aww. And it was really funny. I said, I, I apologize to her. Oh, okay. Johnny told me that that happened, so I apologize. Yeah, well, yeah good, she good. had a she had a nightmare that Raul here was throwing rocks at her. So, he, but okay, going back to your question, does anybody actually talk in their sleep? I yes, screamed in my sleep one time. Raul I do. Does. Oh, Brayden, do you? Probably. I don't know. Nobody's 
I usually, if I talk in my sleep, I'll wake up at the end, like, when I'm done There has been a couple of times, maybe in the last 10 years, maybe two times, where I've woke myself up mumbling something. But it was when I had stayed up maybe for 48 hours straight or something ridiculous, and I was just exhausted. I don't... I'm a very light sleeper, so I don't think... I think if I was if I was talking, I would wake myself up. Me too, because I've talked sometimes, and I usually wake up after that. Yeah, yeah. If I talk, I wake. I sometimes wake myself up if I do. How, how light of a sleeper is everybody? I'm pretty pretty light sleeper. I'm a light sleeper. I'm a hard sleeper. Mm-hmm. Me yeah. too. Light. Light. Dallas is a light. I'm a light sleeper now. Yeah. The latest I've slept in was. Don't say this. <laughs> he's you a, might be embarrassing yourself. He's a dark sleeper. It's okay. Sleeper. Let's see if I can. Okay, beat you. go ahead. All right. Two thirty. Oh, how, how I, late were you up? Though? I think mine was like it was one. like not pretty late. I was, really? it was yeah, yeah. I can like sleep in like that. I went to bed at nine o'clock forever. I, yes, and then I could stay up forever too, even if I yeah. hadn't sleep that much. Yeah, but when he goes to sleep, he goes. To he sleep. goes to sleep. You know what's weird about? Oh, you meaning like sleeping he hard? Sleep, he sleeps hard. I don't wow. really know if I talk in my sleep, but I do know I'll get phone calls and I'll answer. And have a conversation, but I won't remember oh, it. Yes, <laughs> so that will not sounds interesting. Sometimes I'll check my I phone, and I'll see I'll see like an eight minute conversation with Raúl, and I'll call him like, "Bro, did you call me last night?" He said, "Yeah." What are we talking about? Because <laughs> I don't remember at all. <laughs> That's funny. It's happened Sleep several t- several times. Yeah, he's done that one time. I think I don't where know. It just went, eventually went silent, and I was like, "Did he fall asleep on me?" Oh, wow. It's, ha- it's happened a few times where I'm awake because my phone charges in the kitchen. I have to get up to answer the phone. Okay. So I'll get up and I'll answer it, but I won't remember anything I talked about. What time do you normally go? What's a normal bedtime for you? I try to get in bed around 10 o'clock. Okay. Reagan? Um, close to 10, 10 through 12 o'clock usually. Sarah? About 10, 30, 11. Okay. Bye. 10 30 11. 11. I might get in bed at 10. I don't go to sleep for like three hours. You should put your phone on the charger in the kitchen because then you'll probably sleep sooner. Like I I'll do. go to well, bed at most 11. Most of the time I'm not on my phone. Oh, I just Ooh, yeah, you're right, there. Dallas. Dallas goes to bed about 11. Well, yeah. I try to put my kids down around 9 30 or 9. If mm. I sometimes, if I'm lucky. I am probably a one o'clock in the morning person almost wow. every time. I could be, but I just mm. yeah, I have to go to bed. I really so, enjoy getting up in the mornings, like at five o'clock, because you have so much time. Mm-hmm. I I am Wait. not no I I will get up in the mornings and I when I'm up I enjoy it. I love a crisp morning. Yeah, I, th- there's it's there's something there's about it. But I'm not my most creative in the mornings. I'm not my best, even if I made a. There for a while, I was working with the uh, the dairy, uh, uh, doing dairy stuff, and I so I was up super early every day, and I'm even when it was a habit, I was going to bed early. I'm I'm not creative in the mornings. My best thinking is at night when I get after ten o'clock, my brain clicks on, and I get creative. Well, so that's weird. Yeah, I. I, I can stay up late. I just prefer mornings just because I feel like, like you said, it's the Christmas. I think it's like 
stillness. I mm-hmm. would describe it as stillness. Everything's so quiet. You can open up the doors, and it's nice, and the weather's always nice in the summertime. Yeah. See, and, and I feel that way a lot at night. You know, everybody's went to sleep, and there's kind of a stillness. You can open the windows, get a nice breeze. Now, what's funny is my mom is very similar to me. Like, her creativity comes out at night. My dad is the exact opposite. My dad is very, his, in the morning is when he's at his best. And um, so it, it is unique how different people, it's different strokes for different folks. So, mm-hmm. Oh, Mr. Dallas, he's a little bit of both. Yeah. He can be a night owl and he can be a morning boy. So I don't know how much I talk in my sleep when I Tell us, Sarah, how much is Raul talking to sleep? One time, Quite I, often. I did one time wake myself up talking. <laughs> oh, wow. So my two brothers were, were in my bedroom back when I lived at home with my mom. And they were playing video games or doing something, goofing off. And I was working long hours. And they did something, and so they started laughing. Well, then I woke up to them laughing. Oh, and, no. And but then I went back to sleep. But then I started sleep talking, and I tell them to open the window or something. I start telling them open the window, open, and I'm yelling, open the window, and uh, they're just staring at me, laughing. And finally, I felt and I fell asleep when I was talking to them. I remember the window part; I was coherent. But then I fell asleep, and so next thing you know, I'm screaming. Uh, Sweep the floor. <laughs> Sweep the floor. I'm screaming. And my brothers get over and they're patting me, waking me up. They're like, bro. And they're laughing in my face. They're like, you're telling us to sweep the floor. You know, like, why are you telling us to sweep? I was like, what? <laughs> you know, they, they woke me up, you know. Yeah, that's funny. But, now, back to sleep talking. I don't think that I would consider what I do sleep talking. I think I'm just too tired to remember. That's all. Isn't that kind of the same no. thing? <laughs> no, I don't think it's the same thing because sleep talking people You're are very cognizant. incoherent. Yeah. yeah, I can carry on a conversation like with Raul because he'll tell me what we talked about and it sounds relatively reasonable. It's just, but I don't remember answers. it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I could see that. Like yeah. for me, I'm probably more on the like if I talk in my sleep, it's more of a mumble and it's more of a it's just a. More of a moan. Kind Ooh, of, someone's kind of, upset. Oh, kind of more of a moan. Just a, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, that's that's all I've ever woke myself up doing. Well, there was one other one where I woke up on the. I was, I didn't know I did it, but my brother told me what had happened. I was on the. Ca- I went to the couch, and I sat on the couch. This was like probably midnight. My brother was awake, and. I lay down to my on my side, and then I get back up, and I'm staring at my brother. And my brother's staring at me, like, "What are you doing?" And he go, and I he said, I looked at him and I said, "It's cold in here." And <laughs> so get so get this, so I re- look reach over, and there was a bunch of clothes on the couch, and I put a sweater on. Then I stand up, and I walk to my bedroom, and so I woke up that morning, and I had a sweater on. I had no idea whose sweater it was. <laughs> and so I'm going around, I'm like, whose sweater is this? And so finally I go to my brother, I asked everybody, nobody knew, I've never seen this sweater a day in my life. 
And so my brother finally told me, he goes, oh yeah, you asked me, you know, you told me it was cold in here. And you just reach over and put that sweater on and went to your room. That's crazy. One time I was sleeping and I managed to launch myself in midair, like, like two inches off of the bed. And I woke up in midair and then just slammed against the wall. And I was like, whoa, like dazed because I just, I was just sleeping. And all of a sudden I woke up and I was just in midair and I, bam, slammed against the wall. It was that's weird. That's weird. It was mm-hmm. really weird. I have a total subject change. Just yeah, go ahead. curious. How many here went to private school, public school, or homeschool? Homeschool. Home you were homeschool? Homeschool okay. for the first part, and then private private school. for the rest. Okay. Private I my went whole to life. public school for most of my life, and then I went. eventually ended up going to, I guess it's more of like a charter school. I don't know what you'd call that. Okay. Like the reason why study. the reason why I ask is um, I've been doing a lot of personal research on um, evolution um, versus creation, and I was just curious how much um, I know the school system is talking about evolution a lot, and um, and I and I I know that's what they teach. Do they ever teach anything about creation? In the public school environment, or is it only evolution that is that is perpetuated in their in their uh, curriculum as far as science? Does anybody know? Pretty sure it's just all evolution. Throughout, all yeah. throughout the years that uh, that I went to public school, they've never taught about creation at all. Yeah. And um, trying to remember if. Yeah, I don't... Because I, I never went to public school. I was homeschooled till third grade, and then from third grade on, then I went to private school. And so I, I was just curious. I, it's, it's not a huge deal, but I was just curious if there was any creation curriculum that was taught in public schools at all. You know, actually, um, one time I looked at one of my teachers, and I, I said, I noticed there's a cross on, necklace on your neck, and... Uh, so you you a Christian? You believe in God and stuff? And she goes, Yeah, I am. And um, I go, Okay. And um, honestly, I was just trying to. Our, we had lunch in our classroom, mm-hmm. and um, it was almost time for lunch to be over. And so I wanted her to start talking about God <laughs> to like make our lunch longer. <laughs> and so, because I had witnessed that happen one time, and so. And this was BC, way uh-huh. BC for me. But anyways, so I, she started talking to me about God. She goes, she goes, yeah, I, I can only talk to you about God or religion on my own lunch hour. Mm. But, I, but I remembered that. Yes. That was the only time somebody's ever talked to me about God, at, you know, as far as like a teacher that, or anything. Yeah. I, I would just be curious if, if there again, I, I don't know, and I don't want to get, you know, too political, but I'm just curious if if it would be appropriate in the public school system to present both ideas. Well, sure, because evolution is a theory, after all. It's a theory. Yeah. So, you know, I'd, I'd just be curious if... I forget the word they use. It's like purging or cleansing of history, where they don't talk about... Um, you know, when the first settlers came, or Puritans, they, mm-hmm. they sang, Jesus loves me when they landed 
and that's yes. not talked about in any literature no. in public you know, schools. This is going to actually be pretty shocking. I mean, but it's the truth. Um, when I first started going to a church, mm-hmm. I was 15 and a half, six, almost 16. Can I interrupt you real fast? Yeah. Just so everybody remembers, uh, if you listen to our episode reboot, um, me and Jonathan talked about how we are extremely religious, and Raul is as well. So he's very deeply involved in his church. So uh, continue on. I'm sorry, didn't mean to interrupt, but wanted to right. clarify that. Right. Well, um, so I went to this church for the first time about 15 and a half, 16, and the preacher got up and he just preached about creation. Mm-hmm. That's it. That was his whole subject. He mm-hmm. preached like three different sermons on creation. It was like a youth rally or something. Mm-hmm. And I was shocked. I was blown away. I didn't know God created all the trees, air, uh, every, humans, animals, the, the water, everything. I didn't know any of that. I was like, I was literally blown away. I was shocked. And I looked around and I thought, wow, well, that makes sense. I never even thought about that. Mm-hmm. I never asked the question of how did all this begin? Yes. We know all Where this history in school, but we don't know that. How come we don't know how this began? Yes. And no. so it literally shocked me. And I was just, it, I was actually shocked in amazement and wonder. I was just yeah. like, wow, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, that's, I, I could see that. You know, there's a couple of things that I wish that they would teach in school. And, um, you know, lots of things, I guess. But one of them is um, I would like to see more talk about real life finances. Oh, yeah, that is a must. I agree. It, 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 can I add something to that? Yes. Um, so in high school, I really don't think that they, uh, what they're teaching you in school, they, they kind of make, uh, kind of match it up with real life scenarios. Like mm-hmm. when they're teaching you math, they don't really show you like real life scenarios on how math works, like with build with framing or something, you know, they don't. They just show you squares and triangles, and but you know you got to put a house with it or put something you know with yeah, it to a, make it more realistic. It. Yeah, yes. yeah. And so, um, literally, when I got out of high school, um, I started working into carpentry, and we were building. They were building a, a deck on the patio and whatever. And um, this guy asked me to give him a measurement with the, just a regular measuring tape. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there looking at it, looking at it. Finally, he looks at me, he goes, don't tell me you don't know how to read a measuring tape. Mm-hmm. And I go, well, I don't. Yeah. I, I don't know how to read a measuring tape. And he goes, it's not your fault. This is what he said. It's not your fault. It's the school's fault. Mm-hmm. And it's just they didn't really. They didn't like, give you true to life scenarios. Yeah. Because really basically students just take it for granted. They're just like, how is this going to apply in my life? And they forget it. Yeah. yeah. Or not, I'm not talking for everybody. No. But with me, I never connected the dots that I was going to need these measurement well, skills. Just, it was just memorize the answers. Inches and, yeah, and just, feet yeah. and all that. I didn't know I was going to need sixteenths, um, eighths, you know, and all right. that for building a deck. You know, mm-hmm. I just never th- considered that I was going to work full time, you know, and and at doing carpentry and stuff, so. No, that makes good sense. I was totally ignorant, had nothing, no comprehension of what was going on. Yeah, I, I really do think there needs to be more real true to life stuff and, and especially 
like I was saying, you know, with the finances and, and stuff, uh, to me, kids do not get enough hands-on experience with how to handle money and how to what to do and debt and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, which yeah. is... Go ahead. So, which is really important because these kids, when they turn 18, they, they're given the responsibility of taking out these massive loans. Yes. And before they go out to college. So, they take out, you know, a quarter million dollars in, in loans to get their degree. And they don't realize how expensive, how much money that actually is and how hard it is to pay back exactly. once they get their degree. Yeah. And I, then they're stuck with it. Yeah, they're stuck with it. It's a I federal. Think there's, there's so much involved, like. With the schools, um, I ended up, when I was taking my exit exam in high school, um, I ended up getting uh, plotted from the staff, you know, in my in our classes uh, because I got the highest rating on our um, this debate on, the, on our English test. Mm-hmm. It was a debate. And the debate was basically... Um, two different parties it was the parents and the teachers the parents wanted uh less entertainment classes and that's just how i'm describing it yeah and that's how i viewed it when mm-hmm. I my on my english deal essay um but the parents wanted the entertainment classes you know like art and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. music dance all that you know and the teachers wanted more like math and just their general knowledge. General that, knowledge, yes. yeah. They call it, I think they call it science, technology, engineer, engineering, and math, yeah. or the STEM fields. Right. Yeah. yeah. And and so the teachers just wanted that more of that because their students were hurting so bad. And so um, I ended up writing my viewpoint on you know which party I, I stood on, mm-hmm. and I was on the teacher's side. You know we need less entertainment, and so I just it was like a four page essay, and um, I ended up getting like the highest rating. Wow! And ironically, a few of the teachers in my in that staff disagreed with me. That they would come up to me, and they're like, "Hey, you did really good." It got recognized by somebody mm-hmm. because all the teachers were super impressed, and they're like, two teachers came up and said, "Even though I don't a- agree with you." He said, um, you know, it was good. Yeah. I, I think, um, I don't know. But that comes into play, you know, um, all the entertainment. It's such a distraction in learning. I agree with you. I think it, it should be a focus on something. And that that's was gonna, my, one of my main points. It's going to translate to a skill, and it's going to translate to something that's actually going to be lucrative. Yeah, and you know like what, the what they were arguing about was we need more of this, mm-hmm. and it was just simply entertainment. And the teacher's like, no, we need more of this. Mm-hmm. And it was education. Now, um, what I would love to see also taught is classes on entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. All of us, all three of us are entrepreneurs. We all own our own businesses. Um, and I think it would be, you know, there is no handbook for how to start your own business, what to do, where to go, how to, I mean, I shouldn't say there is no handbook. I guess there is some some self-help books and some books that can help you along the way with that. But what about teaching classes in school that would teach you this is this is what it takes to be an entrepreneur. This is what you're going to have to give. This is what you're going to need. This is where you're going to have to go with it. And it doesn't matter the field, just the, the spirit of the entrepreneur. Um, I think that would set kids so far, you know, ahead in certain areas. It's not for everybody, just like music isn't for everybody and, and you know, right. shop isn't for everybody. But 
there is a segment of society that are driven to to be something, to be their own boss, to to create something, and we don't really set those folks ahead. So in the class with entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. um, sounds very inspirational, like motivational speaking. Is that what kind of what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, motivational speaking is a lot of fluff and not a whole lot of substance. Yeah, I, I mean more like uh, more hands-on kind of like. Um, so I have a I have a cousin who is a teacher at a private a private school, and he gave um, his students in an economics class he gave them a certain amount of money, and he said you have to make that money turn into this much money by the end of the semester, and they had to pretend that they owned a business, and so they had to market it they had to uh, buy product inventory um, hire staff pay bills all of that all in this economics class and it was only like 50 bucks so you know um, paying an employee was five cents or you know whatever it was It, it was to scale but he he made them at the end of that class did they go bankrupt or were you did you own a profitable company and at the end, he had the percentages were far higher that actually had turned a profit because they learned this is what you do. This is what you don't do. This is how we market. This is how we don't market all of that stuff. And they were playing with real money. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what a brilliant idea to teach entrepreneurship and business owning and all of that, how to manage, how to do all. It was just a phenomenal idea. I thought, what a great concept for a class in school. Yeah, and a lot of people would argue, I I shouldn't say a lot of people, uh, another view of this is to say they, some people might say the parents should have that responsibility of teaching their children how to handle money through an allowance and through selling lemonade or whatever. I know we're in California. You need a business license to have a lemonade stand. I know that's a a thing in many counties, and it's unfortunate. (laughs) And it kind of hinders that little mini, mi- very miniature entrepreneurship yes. thing. But that's a good thing. That Before it was, you had to have a business license to do it. It was a good way for kids to learn, hey, if I pr- produce this product, people are willing to pay money for this product. Yes. It's capitalism at, at its early yeah. stage. Yeah. That makes sense. And the better products you provide, the, the higher demand there is for that product, the more of that product you're going to sell. Mm-hmm. Mr. Dallas, what's your favorite subject in school? Um, Economics. What is that called? Break. Oh, break. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, that is That's awesome. That's right, yes. Yeah, my favorite, I think, was lunch. Yeah, recess so, is yeah. my favorite subject. <laughs> yeah, very good. So... That reminded me about reminded me of me as when I was a kid. That's the best that's answer. Said. That's exactly right. So, well, I I don't have anything further, uh, Jonathan. I don't know if you have any other subjects or anything else that you'd like to explore, but um, no. I think it's been enjoyable. Unfortunately, we didn't get started till very late. So yeah, we we, we should just end it now. Um, I don't have anything else, Raul. Yeah, good. Okay, good. So we will end it now. Yeah. Well, guys, hey, thanks for listening to Home Skillets. I hope you found it interesting. If you want to give us some feedback or 
contact us, you can at the home skillets at gmail.com. The home skillets podcast at gmail.com. Yes. That's T H E H O M E S K I L L E T Z podcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys. And don't forget to check out our main podcast too. It's called Gabble, G A B L. You can search for it. It's got a white background, big black, bold letters. I, I, I've got something. What do you got? Just, just really quickly. So we started our first episode on Gabble was February 29th. Mm-hmm. In the last Wait, two, are you sure? Are you sure it wasn't March? I believe we. I think we released okay. it February 29th. Right. We'll have to go back and look. Now, go now ahead. you got me curious. No, go ahead. But February 29th, I believe, is when we launched our first uh, our first episode on Coca Cola, and uh, two weeks ago we crossed over the 20,000 listener mark. Wow. Yeah. So uh, pretty impressive. We're pretty excited. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, those of you that are listening, thanks for listening, and uh, please do contact us. We'll look forward to hearing from you. And we'll talk to you later. Ciao.